Hey crew, and welcome to another episode of I Appreciate You. Today we have a little guest on the podcast, not little, big man, big man Jimmy. Um, Jimmy is someone who I met at All Time Cafe, um, and he is someone that I literally see like almost every day, and we have just created like the most beautiful friendship. And when I started a podcast, he actually said to me, he was like, that's always been on my bucket list. And I've always seen him as such a cool dude. So of course I have welcomed him onto the podcast. Um, but before we dive in, well, actually, no, sorry, a bit more about the episode. So the episode really is talking about who Jimmy is, um, where he comes from, what he does. And he actually does get a little bit into some deep emotional topics, something that he's never really opened up with about before. So super um, proud of him for that, but also um, incredibly appreciative for him choosing this space to do that. So I'm excited for you to all dive into that episode. So today's a little bit of a different theme um, from what I've done previously. Like we've obviously got a guest on and it's really just, again, like I've said previously, it's just like sitting down, having coffee, having a chat with a friend um, and really just learning about someone else's life. And hopefully you've got some, you can get some takeaways from that or perhaps some perspective, Um, but nonetheless, something to keep you occupied if you're driving somewhere or you're doing something and whatnot. Um, But basically a couple of things that I wanted to dive into, which is the peak and the pit of my week. Um, So the peak would probably be just like training with all of my beautiful friends. I've had a really amazing, you'll begin to learn that my life just literally revolves around eat, sleep, train, repeat as fucking cliche as that sounds. (laughs) Um, that's just who I am, what I do, where I come from. So yeah. Um, yeah. Training with some incredible humans, um, and just them allowing me to be me, be, um, actually no, another peak of my week actually was I was talking to one of my girlfriends who is moving to Canada, Geordie, and she is, just one of the most beautiful humans ever. So I had a really good chat with her this week after not really speaking to her for such a long time, which was so beautiful. And we got into some really amazing topics and who knows one day she'll be on the podcast via zoom from Canada. Um, yeah, so just some segments on the potty, some book recommendations. So this week I read Verity, which was by Colleen Hoover. Really, really cool book. I talk about on another episode, um, about, well, sorry, I should be a little bit more honest. Like I didn't read this book this week. I read it a couple of weeks ago, but I said that I was going to do a book recommendation. So Verity is more of like a love romance, um, thriller style book. Um, and it is a really kind of like you don't want to read it before you go to bed because your brain just goes into some really wild places and if you're anything like me and don't listen to or watch rather thriller movies or tv shows and stuff like that like it's pretty fucking crazy i remember like one night i was reading it and i put it down just as she went into the basement right i mean what kind of serial killer am i for doing that (laughs) reading a thriller before you go to sleep and oh my god this would have to definitely be the pit of my week for sure that I, um, literally that night that I, so picture this, right. I'm sitting there reading my book. She goes into the basement of this house where this lady is basically like a vegetable pretty much. Oh my God. That was so rude. Like, sorry. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Um, like she had had some sustained some injuries that allowed her to like not be, you know, functioning pretty much. She was just like, whatever. Anyway, so she puts the book 
I put the book down rather. <laughs> Sorry. No, she goes, <laughs> she goes into the basement and um, I decide to put the book down at that point. Maybe because I didn't really want to find out. Anyway, later on that night, 3.55, I think it was, which Riley then tells me the next day that apparently that's when The Conjuring, something happens in that movie. Anyway, I don't, I don't watch this stuff. Anyway, but our bloody, I apologize to our listeners for this rampage of a chat that I'm having right now. Um, I, the fire alarms go off. In, this is real life, by the way. My fire alarms go off in my home. That is terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. And also like you're in a daze, like you're half asleep, getting up on a stool, pulling out batteries and things like that. And then your brain instantly goes to this, what if a fire sets off and the fire alarms aren't working and then I don't get woken up and I burn to death in my apartment and I'm in an apartment so everybody else in the apartment burns to death. I mean, oh, I just don't read thrillers, honestly. Just puts you in a really shit time. Um, yeah, so without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Jimmy. You can find him at, in fact, we'll talk about that in the, in the, in the podcast. But um, yeah, have a fabulous time listening to Jimmy. Let's welcome him. G'day, Jimmy. How G'day, are you? Mate. I'm pretty good, actually. <laughs> After my all-time coffee. Thanks, oh, Jake. Oh, cheeky plug. All-time coffee, of course, is what we're fueled by this morning. Little story. Um, so I was sitting in the cafe this morning and Jimmy rocks in, as we do most as days. You do, yeah. <laughs> coffee friends. <laughs> That's actually how we met at all-time coffee. Uh, shout out to Joe Q. Um, and I was sitting there having my first coffee of the day. And for anyone who doesn't know, these iced coffees are two shots of coffee I found this out yeah. literally this week and I have a bad habit of having two of these before 9am, which I've done yet again today. Uh, but the point of the story is I was convinced that I needed more beans. I, I just think it's more beneficial to have coffee on before a podcast or it's beers. Especially me. What did you say to me this morning about my energy levels, oh, especially once oh, I've had a the coffee? The bean thing. The bean thing. That's what it was. <sighs> she, uh, you said something like I need to get on the beans. I was like, yeah, get on the beans. <laughs> that's going to be a new trend so for you me. You haven't I had reckon. the beans yet. Haven't had, the, haven't had the beans yet, but when I do have the beans. We know about it. Yeah. You, you, definitely, you definitely know about no, it. No, you said something like no one has as much energy as what I do when yeah, I've had a coffee. That's, that's, what that's what it was. And that's the, you know, that, you spoke to my soul when you said that. Yeah. Um, anyway, so... Jimmy and I actually met at the coffee shop and we've been friends for quite some time yeah. now. Um, we really just hit it off talking about absolute... Gibberish. Nothing, um, but bonded over absolutely everything. Yeah, but then I think it kind of also started, like you talked about Riley and his videography mm. and you showed me that and then we got talking about cameras and I just stumbled into travelling and yes. doing all that. Stuff. Yeah, which we'll get into like who you are, where you come yeah. from and, and what you do. Um, but actually, no, who are you? Where do you come from? What do you do? Well, Who's, who, what's the life of Jimmy? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> nah, so the life of Jimmy was actually meant to be me. Mm. It was actually meant to be my life. Finally, finally enough. Finally enough, it's not. <laughs> um, You're a very like elusive character. Yeah. Like no one really knows who you are, no, where you I come do. from. Yeah. You keep your cards close to your chest. And it's only like when you've been initiated into Jimmy's world yeah. that you know. Actually, fun fact, he doesn't follow people back. So if I you, do. Nah, you don't. Wait up. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure this out right now. But he follows me. Yeah. So therefore I have been initiated into yeah. the life of Jimmy. Well, no, it's because I never go on social media. Well, your ears are being blessed, my friends. Yeah. So, I, I, so I tend to stay off social media. I, this, is, this is my whole reason. is because we're so trapped in our phones. 
I like to find out when people have bought a house, mm. had a baby mm. or been engaged to instead of seeing it on a screen oh, firsthand. That's not natural. <laughs> but no, but I, so I love it like that because the other week my mate called me, knows I don't use social media and asks me to shoot his wedding. He actually just calls me and goes, hey man, do you want to shoot my wedding? And I'm like, wait, do you propose to M? <gasps> and I was like, he's like, yeah, it was on social media. I was like, Oh. Bro, I didn't know. And he's like, oh, what? And I fully just went Literally. over his house, congratulated him, bought him a bottle of wine, you know. Like, I'm one of those people that I do keep my life a little bit private, but that's because how I grew up. Mm. But also, like, I just like generally finding out things about that person. Yeah. Because, I, I, you know, I don't want to see Susie sitting on Burley Hill having a acai bowl on a Wednesday. <laughs> I couldn't care. Tell me you're from the Gold Coast without yeah. telling me. <laughs> like... Susie's not a real character anyway. I just, if know. anyone feels personally attacked, yeah. it's not about you. Sorry, any Susie's out there that ever listened. But no, I just, I genuinely would like to just see you, see how you've been, what's been going on, instead of just always seeing it on a screen. Fully, 100%. And that's, I started this thing probably about this time last year, is I actually stopped asking people when I was meeting them what you did for work Mm. because I interacted with this one particular person and it was like a, hi, how are you? My name's such and such. Oh, cool. What do you do for work? That's what she asked me. And I was like, whoa, why, (laughs) Mm. why does that matter? Because then you're like putting me in a status of something and it's almost the same as social media. Like we know everyone's lives are not what they seem, but for some reason we get so caught up in what we see and we just assume. That's because you need that dopamine here. Mm. You need to know what people are doing all the time. Like, well, I went to Bali for almost what, almost two months, and yeah, no one knew no I was one, there. This is what I mean. I didn't even stay on. I did, didn't, <laughs> no one knew I was in the airport. No one knew I was there until I saw you. Yeah. And like, I actually ran into my my friend Cohen and his partner going past on a bike, and they they were tripped out that they saw me. Wow. And I ended up having a beer with them like that other, and they're like, "How have you been here?" Like what's going on? I love that. That, that. That's the way it should be though. Like in, it it makes conversation. Sometimes you connect with people and you have nothing to talk about because you already know what's going yeah. on because of their social media. Yeah. I'm guilty of it. I mean, I don't think I'm like a ridiculous poster. I probably post more gym stuff than anything, but not many people know what I'm up to. No. Actually, I did have a friend say to me last night, I was at dinner and she said to me, you know, Shani, you give off this vibe that you have your shit together and like you, you know what you're doing and all this sort of stuff. And I think it's probably because of social media. Yeah. I reckon that'd be a hundred percent true because mm. I think People I'm not, see, I don't. Yeah, I don't think anyone actually does. <laughs> Please don't get that wrong. <laughs> We're like, I, I think because people see one half of social media, mm. they see this like the 1% of people posting that they're at rickshaws on a Saturday afternoon, you know. Mm. They don't see the Want elusive grind. Like, oh, yeah, I'm about that life too. But <laughs> like, you know, so like we'll go, well, the life of Jimmy was always meant to be about my life, mm. not what it actually is. Mm. And so I'm in a transitional phase now where I'm trying to make – it more about me as well. Do you want a tip? What? Actually post a photo of you yeah, on the life of Jimmy. Yeah. Well, I'd have to, have to have a photo Rather taken. Rather than all these biddies. Yeah. Gonna... <laughs> I'd actually have to get a photo taken. But then, then again, like I'm so... I know a guy. Yeah. Yeah, you do. He'd probably film me though. I wouldn't know what to do. 
By the way, he's a legend. Like he's actually. We're talking about the um, as Jake wants me to call him the Huzzy Bee, the the husband, the Huzzy Bee. Yeah. (laughs) I have. I don't think I've actually spoken about this, but I have like this real thing where I can't say husband. It just feels absolutely disgusting. She's actually got a ring on too. (laughs) I noticed that before. (laughs) He's an avid listener to the podcast. The two episodes. The two episodes are in. I feel actually pretty privileged to be on the second one though. Fucking oath, you should. Literally, this is. So Jimmy was my first guest virginity. Like I I did it didn't did an interview yesterday, but Jimmy was the first person who said, fuck yeah, like I'll be on the podcast. And uh, for context, like we have had no issues with talking the whole time that we've met and we have no script or whatever for any of this because we just want it to be, that was the whole point of the podcast. Like I think even I've sort of lost sight of it a little bit because I've been so caught up in making sure that I do it and do it well, but I want it to be real chill. I want it to be like, I want to learn about other people's lives. I want yeah. to talk about what I would talk to people about at coffee, you know, and I'm two coffees deep. So we're in yeah, for a treat. We're, we're, in for a good treat. we're in for a treat. Um, but yeah, post a photo of yourself. Yeah. 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 Okay. Look, <laughs> mission number one is get photo taken. Mission two is post, right? We, we actually, we took a selfie just Yeah, we before, did. Yeah. So it's up. It's up. It's authentically happening in, in itself. <laughs> this is the start. This is the start of something beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll make sure I get three photos up of myself <laughs> and just they're up the top then, you know? Back to what we were talking about. The person who we were talking about who would take the photo for Jimmy was my husband. Anyway, we kind of skipped over that point. But, yeah, like I was saying, I actually struggle to say the word husband because I think a 28-year-old is just shouldn't be married. It's just really disgusting. Yeah, but you guys are cute. We You're are. Very similar. <laughs> you like to stir each other up. We it's, do. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Like you've never been a single fin. Sorry, Riley, but you've been a single fin. Oh, we shook hands yeah. before because he, Riley was adamant that we'd never been to single fin. I was sure of it because I had a post up on social media to prove that I was there and I was able to pull it out and prove him wrong. It's all right. We'll let him get away with it. We did get him a coffee <sighs> though. So. We did. You did. We mm. both did. It was a collective. It was an event. I just suggested it. <laughs> Can't come back to the hubby without a coffee. Especially with another guy walking yeah. through the door. I mean, it's... it's it's breaking it is. the ice. Hey, doll, this is my mate. Yeah. <laughs> set, up, set up the camera gear, set up the podcast. Thanks, mate. See you later. Yeah. Out you go. Yeah. See ya. Well, yeah. So talk to me, talk to me a bit more about you. Where, where, what have you been up to? Who, what do you, well, I hate this question, but I'm going to ask yeah. it. What do you do? So I do a mixture of things. I also help at all time when Jakey needs a hand. Um, so if anyone ever sees me on the till, don't be alarmed. I'd to help out. But he doesn't work there. But I don't actually work there. So don't expect too much. Don't expect too much, <laughs> but you will get your coffee served to you. Um, do, or I'm also a photographer. Um, a fucking good one, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I've got hell imposter syndrome. So nah, I don't like he's to, so good. So um, good. What yeah, do you shoot on? Check it out. Yeah, just <laughs> beaties. Girls in swimwear really much, but that's what I forte in. Creepy. Um, yeah, that, that's what I do. That's what you do. And who do you want to be known as? Do you want to be known as a photographer? Yeah, or you, I think so. Yeah? yeah. Do you like being the elusive Jimmy? See, the elusive... I feel like you should change your Instagram name the to... The elusive... The elusive Jimmy. <laughs> Probably should. I'd have to get all new branding done. <laughs> I don't think I'm ready for that step yet. Um, but no, it, you also shoot restaurants yeah, and restaurant, stuff like that cafe, too. It, yeah. what, that's what I call mm. the secret life of Jimmy. And it's, on, it's actually on my website. If yeah, anyone wants to see it. Go to it. It's I'll also wild. It's yeah. also wild. Yeah, that, I know. I've seen it. That that, yeah. that stemmed off a friend who shoots restaurants and cafes. I just always wanted, I always loved how he shot it, right? Mm. And I'd always send him photos mm. because I was like, how's this? How's this? Mm. And I'd always just want like to get better at, at certain things. It's like when Riley shows me videos, I'm like, yeah. oh, I want to get yeah. better at that. Yep. So 
I guess for me, like when I shoot and I shoot how like when you look at it, but mm. it's very different to anyone else mm. and it's I just shoot it really clean, yeah. really minimalistic. Like yeah. that's just the way I like it. Yeah. And you don't do a lot of edits as no, well you were saying no, to me I, either. I rarely, yeah. like I'll touch the colour but not mm. too much. Like I don't like to ch- change anyone's shape. Mm. I don't like to, you know, I just like to keep it how it is. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, yeah. Yeah. To me you're like you also, with that, like what I'm hearing is like you like to shoot memories, like you yeah. like to shoot like a story. Well, yeah, well, that's what it used to be. Like my um, like signature used to be cat- capturing a memory caught in time mm. because I used to just – I'd shoot all these photos but they were just memories yeah. because you can take your camera anywhere and do anything and it, like an iPhone, you know, you take a photo, bam, but with a camera, you know, you're just clicking. You can't really do anything with it yeah. at that time. Yeah. So you like, you know, you can't put it on Instagram straight away. Yeah. Like, I'm very old school in mm. the way whereas – you know, I take months off social media and then I see you and you're like, where have you been doing? Literally, literally. I love that. I love that. I, wh- what's the dream? What do you, where do you see it going? I would, the dreams to really shoot for a company and be their head photographer and, you know, travel and, you know, live that lifestyle. Mm. Um, as you know, I'm the elusive Jimmy, like I'm a bit of an all-rounder. It's going to catch. Yeah, it's gonna catch it on. will catch. Like, <laughs> You know, I also work a retail job and, like, I, I keep myself so busy that I wish I'd give more time to photography and I am. I am giving a lot of time. But, you know, if someone needs a hand doing something, I'm like, your first guy. Yeah. I'm like, yep, yeah, sweet, let's yeah. just do it. Like, That is who you are. Like, you're very much someone who – you're, like, one of those – there's only a few people in, like, people's circle that I feel like people have these this connection to. But if you needed someone at 2 a.m. in the morning, you could yeah. call Jimmy and he'd be like – I'm there. I'll, yeah. I'll do whatever you need, 100%. you know, or like 2, 2 a.m. or 2 p.m., you know, yeah. he, from a.m. to p.m. Yeah. Oh, as long as there's a beer on the table, I don't care. Let's go. Let's go. Have I told you I've quit drinking? Oh, that's oh, that's a big step. I know, right? And we, we literally had a drink together a couple of weeks ago, so this is obviously very fresh. It's very fresh very to me. Fresh. Um, so when I call you at 2am, there won't be a beer on the table that yeah. I'm drinking, perhaps for you, yeah, yeah. but not for me. Me and Riley, just <laughs> a few, few brewskis. But yeah, I've actually, um, I've decided to give up. Yeah, so that's good. Mm. I condone it. Yeah. I don't know. It's something just like, I get really inspired by like people around me that weren't drinking. And I was like, I've always wished that I could be that person. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop saying I'll do it and I'm just going to do it. So yeah. I've done it. I think like I I had some liver issues go on of like a, what, two years ago now mm. and I had to take six months off and it was probably the best six months I ever had. What does a liver, like how do you feel a liver issue? Oh, I, it was bad. Really? I had a big weekend in Hamilton Island and it, oh. it was big enough to do a lot of damage. Holy and, shit. Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> and so the doctor was like, no more drinking. And in six months? He, he said three, just to really repair everything in my mm. body. But after like... The first month, I was like, "How many more months can I go?" Really, it's like it's like a game, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, because when you go back to zero, like you literally, he goes, "You have one sip of alcohol, you're back to zero. Yeah, like you're back to day one again. Yeah. So I just kept going, and it wasn't until um, I was sailing out the front of surface with a mate with his boat, and um, he was just checking the engine, and he was like, "Oh, I've got like two beers down here, like 
would you want one? And I was like, oh. I'm a gateway drug. Yeah, but I'm like. Beers on a boat. <laughs> but I'm like literally sailing on this beautiful sailboat and I'm looking at it and going, this is a pretty special moment. Day for it. Yeah, bit of a day for it. <laughs> it's all it's all compounding. Yeah, oh, you can see it happening. Yeah, well, it was not a good end. Like <laughs> one beer turned into us at That's the surf so which turned bad. into me down the, yeah, down the rabbit hole and not good for a few days. And but two years later, here you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back on the beers, but. I've had my stints off and yeah. I reckon they're really good for you. I yeah. think you just, you get so inspired and you congregate, like you, you find other things to do mm. than just drinking. Mm. I find we have, like drinking is such a tool to socialise, mm. but you can still go out and like yeah. still socialise and you go to bed at like 8.30. You're oh, like, it's great. Sweet. For my lifestyle, especially like I, even when I was out with you having a few drinks, I said to you constantly, I've got to train in the morning. You yeah. know that I've <laughs> got to get up. What was mine? Oh, you up. <laughs> yeah, you'll be right. Just have a tack, t- tacky, tacky yeah, you'll be, bomb. You'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be, you'll sweet. be sweet. <laughs> you no, I, I think the Gold Coast is such a good place for it though. Like everyone is so accepting of everyone in different forms and variations. When I was talking to Will yesterday, we were talking about like how, um, Alcohol is the one, I think, drug that we called it that people always ask why you're not doing it. Yeah, 100%. But I think on the Gold Coast, a lot more people are like, oh, I don't drink. They're like, yep, cool. Yeah, I think it, maybe. It's, I don't may, know. Maybe, maybe it's my circles. I don't know. But maybe it's also the age too. Like if yeah. some, if I'm not drinking and mm. someone goes, oh, do you want a beer? And I'm mm. like, oh, no, I'm all good. Uh, yeah. People with me, they're like, oh, sweet, yep. all good. Yeah, don't question it. Like, don't question yeah. it. There yeah. are a lot of people out there, 100%, that will go, oh, you're not drinking? Mm, and you're mm. like, well, I just don't feel like a beer yeah, now. Like, yeah. But I have been known to have a beer. Like, yeah. You know, whatever. You can get liver issues. <laughs> yeah, that was a bad one. But, yeah. But, no, I, I condone it. Yeah. Like, anyone that does it, I'd, like, if you were to say I'm not drinking. Like, yeah. Well, and, that's, and that's what I love. Like, I, and I purposely surround myself with people who don't, like, question that sort of thing. It's like, yep, okay, accept, but, accept that decision, move on. Yeah, yeah. like, it's, it is but what I, it is. I, I do go out with my friends and I'm not, I wasn't a big drinker before, which is why this is not, like, a revolutionary thing. Um, but I am one of those people where people will constantly ask me throughout the night, are you drinking? Like, are you, are you, are you, are you on? Like, and yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I'm sober, I'm sweet. And they're like, fuck, I wouldn't have known. Like, cause I'm. Cause you're higher I'm energy. Yeah. yeah. You've got too yeah. many beans Give in me, <laughs> Literally, honestly, I've said this in the last podcast. Some people might think I'm on drugs, yeah. but it's just it's, caffeine. It's, it's all time caffeine. Literally. Yeah, it's just all time coffee. <laughs> just go down there and have coffee. It's the best thing ever. I don't know what that boy does to his coffee, but swear to God, it yeah, puts me no on idea. a level. You don't want to see me drunk. I feel like drunk me is the opposite to what it should be doing. Just quiet. Yeah. I just, well, yeah. And I just don't vibe as much. Like I feel like I'm a much better human when I'm sober. So mm. yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see you drunk. Oh, it's it. it oh, no, I feel I've, like you'd be sloppy. I've got two sides to me. All right, here we go. So I've got, <laughs> I'm on Jimmy. Yeah. And I, Jake will know on Jimmy. Yep. He's, he's mm-hmm. on. Like, Vibing. <laughs> I'll put it this way. There was Is like, the hat on or off at that it's point? It's on. Yeah, it's always on. <laughs> but it's, I Uber eats beers to the beach at 10.30 two weeks ago. Okay. This is something that I've always wanted to know. So Uber Eats delivers to the beach. Yeah. He walked down on the sand. Stop I was it. so happy. You, he did not. Yeah. How did he know where you were? I said, just come down the beach, you'll see me. You sent him a message? Yeah. Oh. And he, I was the happiest I've ever been. Have you had noodle before? Yeah. I really want to get noodle delivered to the beach one day. Do it. Bucket list item. Bucket list items. I didn't know that they did that. Anyway, he, so you got beers delivered to the beach? At yeah. 10.30 a.m. Ten, what? Yeah, I was, the- I was thirsty. <laughs> it was a beautiful sunny day. Come on, give it to me. <laughs> what? I, my mate just got back from Canada. Mm. I hadn't seen him in a mm. while. We mm-hmm. 
justify it. Keep yeah, going. we would justify it. It was beautiful. <laughs> Birds were chirping, beautiful water. Sammy and me just, you know, we shouldn't be mm. together in two rooms. Mm. And, yeah. That's an issue. No. Yeah. Is it? It, it was an issue, yeah. 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 I didn't wake up too great. Oh, that's so, a shame. Well, you don't live that far from the beach anyway, no, so you could just toddle off like home and. 20, mi- 20 yeah, metres. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, that's, that's a life. Yeah, the it, life it's a vibe. Of Jimmy. Yeah. The, yeah. So back to your main story, mm, the life of Jimmy. The life of Jimmy. <laughs> was always meant to be about my life, but it actually isn't about my life. It, you have kind such a is. life to share, though. You, oh, really, you're, doing a, the pub, you're doing the people in injustice. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, should, I actually should share more of my story, but I think. Go ahead. It's, it's, well, it's the way I grew up. Mm. So, like, you wouldn't know this story. And Here we it's go. It's probably going to make you fucking, you, you might tear up a bit. Oh. So, for any listeners out there, <laughs> like, I have a thing. We have a lot of listeners. Yeah. yeah. Like, I have a thing every birthday is when I celebrate my New Year's, right? So, this is chapter 33 because I'm okay. 33. Uh-huh. So every year I've done it in chapters. Like okay. you know how you read a book and yes. it's chapters right around. I love that. That's very Yeah, it's different. Nostalgic. It's but it's yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. for chapter 33 was me being more me. This was your last birthday? This, yeah, my last yeah. birthday. My birthday's coming up. Um, but it was to tell more of my story, right? Yeah. So I actually grew up in foster care. Yeah, see? This is the this is the face oh, we get. Here we go. Oh my god! Yeah, go. so I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't even, even said anything, anything yet. <laughs> so for me, this is why I'm so elusive. Right. So from when I was nine, my parents divorced, and I lived with my mum, and then went and lived with my dad at ten. And he was an alcoholic, like abusive, like all this stuff you'd never know. Oh my god! And I actually ran away from home <gasps> and lived on the streets for like two years. Stop it! Yeah, so that's why I'm so secretive. Really? And it's not to be. It's not to be a. No, it's just like it's like your like your character. Like yeah. It's just how how you've learned to live. But yeah. I grew myself up, mm. and like I went through. There's a lot in that in yeah. that story, but yeah. I went through foster care, and like lived on the streets, went through many homes, like wow, and like. But I learnt to grow myself up. Mm. And, like, there was two roads you could have taken, mm. like the bad one or the mm. good one. And I just chose to be good mm. and humble and just help Did people. you stay in school and stuff? Just. Right. Yeah, it was. So when you say living on the streets, what does that look like? What does that mean? Um, finding abandoned buildings, stealing chickens, putting them in your bag at Woolies. Wow. Yeah. Like Fuck. I was, or was I, 11. Oh, my God. At that time, yeah. But and was anyone looking for you? Um, yeah, the cops. Right. But I'd see a cop car and run. Yeah. Because I always thought like they were just going to take me back to yeah. where I was. Yeah. Yeah. You were better off just on your yeah. own. Yeah. Well, my dad was very manipulative. Like he, he took me to a funeral mm. and told me that was my mom. Yeah. My Hectic. goodness. And so when you're like that age, you yeah. just believe it and you think that person, that's all you've got. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't, it was, <laughs> this is kind of funny. No, no, it's not funny, but whatever. <laughs> I, laugh anyway. <laughs> I, when I finally did get caught by the cops, I was handcuffed because I knew I'd, I'd mm, run mm. and they put me in the elevator to, at the hospital, mm. um, took me up and my mum had walked in and my head went down <gasps> and they were like, she was like, oh, that's my son. And they're like, you can't come in here. It's a private elevator. And this is like, it's kind of the one reason I've got long hair because I, when I grew it out. I knew my dad would never recognise me ever again. Wow. Yeah, so that's why you get the elusive Jimmy. Oh, my goodness. Swirl it. What? Yeah. 
What a story. Yeah, it's a bit of a wild one. I feel like that's like, what do they what do they call it? Like one of those... Cliffhanger. Yeah. Like, yeah. But I never, like... You never, it's not your identity, though. No. You've not allowed it to be your identity. I, I don't tell people, mm. and like, obviously, I've told people now. Mm, thank you. But <laughs> I don't tell you until you ask the right question mm. or, like... There's only a certain few people I will tell because I can trust them with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't ever want sympathy. Mm, mm, I don't want, mm, you know, I, I don't need it. Yeah. Like I've yeah. grown myself up. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. You were dealt those cards. Yeah. You, 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 like, lived, you lived the life. And, yeah. Yeah. But like so I'll never do that to my kids. Mm. I'll never, you know, like when I do have them, they, they won't know until they ask the right question. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. So it's like that's why you get that Far kind out. of elusive Jimmy. Like I'll tell you what you need to know and have a good chat with yeah, you. Yeah. But until you ask the right thing yeah. is where I judge your character and Absolutely. go, okay. Absolutely. Like yeah. even feel a, safe to share that. Yeah. Now. Like yeah. even Jake, he didn't know for ages. Yeah, wow. Like no one really knows. Some of my best mates don't even know. Wow. Because Thank I'm you just, so much no, for sharing that's fine. that. I love like, that. Thank you. I just knew that you'd yeah. flip out a bit. Wow. And I, I think so like my, my story is no, like nowhere near in comparative to like how you've grown up, but I like not a lot of people know that I went to 12 schools growing up. Like I was bullied at school. I, um, but the the point of that story is, is that that's, that creates the human that you are now and like resilience and different ways that you perceive different things and the interactions that you have. But more to the point when you can feel a connection with someone and safety in someone and almost like the maturity in someone to be able to share something with people. Um, I think that that's really important. Yeah. I think you just like, I, there's a lot of people out there that play the victim card, I would Mm, call it. mm. And you go, come man, just like move on, like step up and keep going. And like, who is that serving? Yeah. Yeah. Like you're only doing a disheartened to yourself. Mm. Like I've, I could have gone down the bad route of, you know, the, the bad avenue Mm. we'll call it. But I, it was either sink or swim and yeah. I chose to, to swim. And, yeah. You know, I had a really rough upbringing, but like, look at me now. Like mm. I walk around, head up high, like yeah. I've got what I've got. Yeah. And Did you have good like connections with your foster parents? Uh, no. No? No, one I did. Yeah. Um, but the, there was a, a foster care system just is not what you think it is. Yeah. Like people are in it, for, like back then, a lot of people are in it for the money. Like here's, here's a story for you then. <laughs> There, a lady I used to live with told my caseworker that I stole $60,000 from her, right? Anyway, went to court, all this stuff. I'm sitting in the courtroom, like in the, in the back of the courtroom with yeah. this police officer and he's sitting on the door and I'm like cuffed to the, the table because I mm. knew if I got out, right? Mm, mm. Um, and he's looking at me and he asks me one question. He goes, I don't think you have it. Mm. And I'm like, if I had $60,000, I'd pay you thirty to leave right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, you're so right. He goes, <laughs> I mean, they went and got my caseworker. How old were you at this point? Like 16. What? I just pay people. I'd like, I'm 16. What's wow. $60,000? Absolutely. Then? You just pay someone off and you go. Yeah. Like, and because of my case, they knew I'd, I would run. And back then, that's a lot of money yeah, too. Huge. Yeah. yeah, huge. That's and like a, that's a, that's a year salary for someone. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, it obviously got dismissed. Yeah. You got, like, she couldn't be a foster yeah. again. And then yeah. I got moved again. And, yeah. like, you jump between houses. So you don't really have, a, like, a, a stable home. Wow. But the last guy, the last family I was with, the dad just pulled me in line and I think I kind of needed it. And, like, he literally said, like, you keep with this up with these mm. anger issues, you'll mm. never have any friends. Mm. You'll never have a girlfriend. You'll never do this. You'll never yeah. do that. Yeah. And it's like, root, but yeah. you're 16, root, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So. 
But then, yeah, you just kind of grow up and get dealt with, like, everyone gets dealt with her cards. It's not just me. Like, everyone grows up. Yeah. Like, we all go through something. We always do something. Mm. But, you know, the life of Jimmy, like, it, how it all started was my friend was a model and Mm -hmm. her partner was a photographer, but Mm. he never liked shooting photos of her. Mm. Um, I so, know what that's like. Yeah. Bloody Riley taking <laughs> photos and videos of me. It's like, do this, do that. And I get so shitty at him yeah. because I hate it. I'm not a model. <laughs> yeah. And so then I just took his camera and I started doing it. Yeah. And that's where it all started. Wow. And then it just kept it just kept growing and it's eight years later. And I, if you actually scroll deep enough on your feed, yeah. on my feed, you'll see my old cat. I reckon. <laughs> it's, it's still there. Like... There's some memories in that on that Instagram that I don't wish oh to any, anyone goodness. see, but it's deep, <laughs> eh? Like it's so far so, so, so you've said eight years. So this was, yeah. I guess. So you said you're 33. Mm. So this is like a hobby that you've picked up, like yeah. pretty late. Well, not late, but mid 20s yeah. sort of situation. Yeah. yeah. I always had like always liked taking photos mm. though, mm. like sunrises, sunsets. Mm. I had a GoPro when I first started, like mm. jumping in the water and all mm. this stuff. So it was something that I always loved to do but Mm. never knew the passion was there until that I think it's important though like when you do pick up as a passion as a career as well that you do still have the passion for it because that's what sells like you know storytelling and all that sort of stuff like if you don't have a passion for it you shouldn't be doing it yeah then you just you're working a nine to five Mm. you know what I mean like my, my passion for photography and I think you can see in a lot of my photos is I shoot it how I how I Mm. see it Mm. and I think with photos like you can either do or you can't, mm. but you can teach people. But with a natural eye, mm. you see it and you shoot it. And people always ask me, "How did you do that?" Yeah, I do it. I yeah, uh, yeah I said that. I've said that to you several times. Yeah. How did you shoot that? He took a sneaky photo of me at a coffee oh, shop. Oh, yeah, that's when you were working. Uh, yeah, yeah. and I was like, "When did you do that? How did you do that?" And he's like, "I'm oh, secretive." Secretive, um, yeah, secret Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> secret, secret Jimmy. But yeah, that that that's the life of Jimmy. And wow. Like, that's how it's all. It all started from just shooting a friend. Was this? All, were you always on the Gold Coast? Yeah, born and bred Gold Coast, Coolangatta. Yeah, right. So yeah. and so, when did you like? When did you get out like on your own? Like, when did you start? When did you feel like you started like your life as opposed to like? Uh, probably like seventeen mm. is when I was like fully out of home. Yeah, yeah. Which is so young. Yeah, like so young. I didn't know what was going on yeah. out in the world. Yeah, but you know, I. Just, Got a little like I uh, mm. moved in with some people mm. and you know I was working heaps and yeah. you know just on the grind yeah. at seventeen and and you've just been cruising ever since pretty much yeah, yeah. I do give off that feel you do, but yeah. I do work a lot <laughs> but I'm I not- admire that about you like I, you're so like there's there's something to be said about this characteristic where and I certainly don't possess it I don't think is where people can just like not get overwhelmed by things. And that's a testament, mm. I think, to the way that you've grown up and the choices that you've made. Yeah. It's like you're so, like, nonchalant, like, oh, you like just... Things, that's the vibe that you give yeah. off anyway. Things, yeah. things will bother me and I'll think about it. Mm. And I've learnt a lot. Um, obviously, I'm 33, mm. so I've lived a life. Mm. But it's like I'm still young. Yeah. If I can't fix it today, I can fix it tomorrow. Mm. If it's oh, something that's I love gonna, that. Yeah, like, we should name that the episode of the podcast. Then if you can't fix it today, I'll fix it tomorrow. Yeah, wow. But it's like, you know, things things can bottle up in you, right? Yeah. 
it isn't going to worry you in five years. Mm. You know what I mean? Like mm. we, a lot of people, we sweat the small things. Yeah. It's like yesterday Me. at my <laughs> retail life, yeah. one of the girls called in sick and everyone was panicking and mm. I'm like, I'm here. Yeah. Let me bang out a 12 hour day. Let's just, but there's I'm, not many employees that exist nah, like you though. No. So. <laughs> but like I'm, I'm there for the money. Like, yeah. you know, I'm here already. What mm. am I going to do? Go mm. home and twiddle my thumbs yeah. or, you know, yeah. edit or do mm. something. But I'm here. Mm. Let's, let's do it. Yeah. The bridesmaid thing. Oh, oh. I've got to get off my chest. So, gone. <laughs> no, you've got to say it. Fun fact, everybody. Okay, so we were talking on the way here and we were talking about how, how like, well, our, my wedding was very, like, basic, chill. It was, like, I was in Burks. I had my auntie there, had a couple of other family members, and it was just super, super chill. And then Jimmy was talking about how, like, you know, bride, bridal parties and stuff like that. And I said, you know, I don't get the point. Bridal bridesmaids back in the day were <laughs> you shaking Close his my head mind, eh? <laughs> bridesmaids if you think of the term and the sentiment behind the term they were the maids of the bride they were there to get the bride ready groom her and whatever why the fuck do we need them anymore but i think we still live in an era that's we want to hold the old school traditions mm. but like, we rebel so hard against oh, them oh huge but like think about the king and queen right? yeah like, let's say Queen Lizzie, mm. everyone loved her. But now that Lizzie. she's like, you know, we've got the king. Dead and gone. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sorry, that's awful. <laughs> yeah, mate. Sorry, yeah. Wow. Like, we, we lived in like an era like that. Mm. But I think it's so old school now that like I would rather have a small wedding. Mm. Depending what my bride wants, I'm yeah. just going to say yes, you know, like, whatever, babe, cool. Jimmy falls in love in a day. Yeah, no, yeah. I won't tell he you the hard. type, but hint, hint. God just gave out my biggest secrets. But, you know, like I think you either have a big wedding yeah. and you do all the traditional stuff mm. or you do it like how you did, which yeah. was so beautiful. I mean, obviously these are our opinions. You do you, you do yeah, whatever you want to do. But like I said this morning, you know, you wouldn't. I wouldn't go out and pay for 90 people's dinner. No way. Like just any old day. So why, why are you doing it when you're getting married? I, I think that people... Makes no sense. People just want to celebrate. Yeah. So I think... Pay it, for it, your it, own food. But also <laughs> I think the wishing well helps because people are going to put in 200 bucks there. Are they? Oh, shit. I don't... Bucks. Oh, fuck. I, I might even put in 50. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. That's paid for your food though. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. But isn't... I also think it's a little bit... Oh, no, this is not really my opinion, but it kind of is. Is it not like a little bit greedy? A little bit. I guess if you're paying for people to have dinner and drinks and all those sorts of things, then it's the least you can do is to contribute. But, like, you should never have the expectation of a gift. Yeah, no. You should always just receive or give to not receive. Yeah. So, for me, like, I find those things, I don't know, maybe I'm just really out of touch with the whole wedding situation. Yeah, look, I've got no idea. You've I'll, got. I'll let you know when I get there. <laughs> like, I'm, but I'm the male. Yeah. I've just got to agree. Yeah. I, I've got no say in anything, yeah. I don't think. And a lot of people, you know, like yourself, don't have the luxury of like parents and things like that that are paying for it. I mean, my parents didn't put anything in, in for it either. Yeah. Like I think a lot of people, some, like I think it's tradition for the groom to like put on a bar tab, the groom's parents rather, yeah. to put on a bar tab. The bride, oh, that's a lie. My, my parents did put in for my wedding dress, yeah. um, which was, I got secondhand actually. So my, the story with that, so I went to a bridal shop, first dress I tried on, loved the dress, obsessed with it, went to another bridal shop, couldn't find a dress like it. So this dress, 3000 
$200. The veil, Jimmy's sitting here going, I don't know whether that's yeah, a good I, price or a bad I, price. Actually, I'm not commenting. <laughs> I, think it's a, I think it's a reasonable price. Oh, no, it's not. Okay, $3,000. Well, it's a reasonable price for a, for a dress, yes. But that's that's a shit ton of money. It is. That's a shit ton but of then, money. Then there's like, there's girls, like one of my friend's wedding dress cost her 10 grand. Oh, that just makes me feel ill. Yeah, and trust me, I, a beautiful dress. Don't get me wrong. No, no, oh. it was actually, it, it was made from, where was she from? There was a Israeli girl that wouldn't, she's 15, crazy, she, she got a crazy story, 15 and hand makes all these dresses. <gasps> beautiful dress, mind oh, you. Oh, bless. But then she like sent the dress back and got it tailored so she could still wear it today. Wow. Yeah. I need to do that. My dress is still sitting in the laundry, not dry cleaned from when I wore it. That's really bad. I um, just haven't had time to drop it off. But anyway, so the dress was 3200 The veil was $500. And I'm like, yeah, I said lot. to my mum, I was like, oh, I can't pay this for a dress, especially when we're paying $100 to get mm. married. Like that's how much it cost us to get married. So I went, up, I went online and I ended up finding it half price, yeah. um, secondhand from a lady just down the road. And it was altered perfect to me, yeah. which was amazing. And then my mum found a lady for me to make my veil and I think I paid like 200 bucks for a veil that was made to how I wanted it, yeah. which was beautiful. So like you 100% can do a wedding. It depends what you want it though. It depends like, what you want, yeah. I feel like I would want the way you did it yeah. and spend the money to go travel. Yeah. And like if you want to have a big party mm. with your friends, mm. sweet. Everyone, every absolutely. Everyone is so different. Everyone celebrates differently. And it's for context, like I'm not a big partier. No. Riley's not a big partier. Um, I don't, fun, fun fact, whether you believe it or not, I don't like being the center of attention. No, either. (laughs) I don't know whether, I don't know whether I give off that vibe. I like being the center of attention and I couldn't think of anything more daunting. And the weddings that I've gone to, like I ended up just being like a sobbing mess at weddings and I wouldn't want that for my day. I didn't cry at my own wedding, quite frankly. I cried everyone else's, but I didn't cry I reckon I'd cry. Do you reckon? I reckon the, f- I, the first you, time I'd see her, I'd be done. Yeah, I'd be you'd like, be one of those boys mess, yeah. that end up being like an Instagram meme where yeah. you're like grabbing your eyes and yeah. stuff, Have tearing I made up. The wrong decision. Oh. Like, I I like when I ever sh- whenever I shoot a wedding, mm. I only ever shoot it if I know you or mm. you're a friend of a friend that I can have a beer with. And mm. I, the way I shoot it is, I'm just capturing all these moments throughout yes. the day, right? Yeah. So I love love, and I love how the the couple met. Mm. Like I don't care if you met on Tinder. I mm. couldn't care less. Yeah. But it's all about where you guys have come from to where you are now. Yeah. And seeing my – I love the reaction of when the groom does see his bride because mm. it's not me. I'm not a sobbing mess up there. But yeah. it must be because it must be such a thing for a groom to just see his bride in a dress and you just lose it, I reckon. Uh, no, nah, Riley's reaction was so underwhelming. <laughs> I Riley. wish I had that story. Come on, Riley. We I need was, to redo. I was <laughs> – I was in the RV because we were traveling around America and Canada in an RV and I had done my hair and makeup in, well, we kind of had like two situations. So we had like our wedding and then we had our photos. So, you know, I got ready in a public bathroom for our wedding. Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, right. That's, that's a cool story. Vibes. It's a cool story. Like my dad says, you've got, you've got cool stories. Um, yeah. Public bathroom, did my hair and makeup. Was talking to old ladies when they were coming through having a shower because again we were in an RV park. Telling them all, I'm getting married today. They're like, Oh, are you? Um, but yeah, did that. Went out to Riley and he literally just looked up and he was like, Oh, you, 
good, doll. Yeah. Yep, that, that's what it was. And then when I got ready for the photos, I managed to convince him to get us a, a hotel room so I could have like a proper um, getting shower and getting ready situation. And yeah, I put on my dress and he was literally was like, all right, we're good to go. Yep, let's go do it. He is a pretty strong man. He's though. a he's ve- like, yeah, he's very like, he's just super like. Very casual, yeah, quiet. Yeah, yeah, But very talented. Yeah. I'll give him a shameless plug. Yeah. He's very good. He's very talented. It's quite annoying actually, like how good he is at so many different things. He's mm. one of those really annoying kids that's like good at sport, good at, you know, create, he's creative, he's smart, like he does nutrition coaching as well. Yeah. Oh. Like. Yeah, I know. He's the fucking jack of all trades. Like, you well, should come work at all times. You have to call him husband. You have yeah. to call me wife. And yeah, to be let in the be, building. That'd be, that'd be a bit awkward, but you it? put a power tool in his hand. Oh my god, he's going to listen to this, and he probably actually doesn't even listen to the podcast. To be honest, that's we'll him. find out. But. We'll find out. So yeah, that's right. We'll talk about this, and I won't tell him that it's in it. And yeah. if he's listened to it, then he'll he'll come ask some questions. <laughs> Do you watch Friends? Yeah, I have. Do you know the episode of where um, Joey gives Chen like his audition tape? Yeah. And he's talking about the audition tape and he's like, yeah, what did you think about this scene? And he was like, yeah, it was really good. And he's like, you didn't watch it. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm a big advocate for friends. Yeah, the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. But yeah, you put a power tool in his hand. I don't know if you look up here, but there's probably some holes in some no, places right. that are not meant to be places. Um, yeah, look at that door handle. It's like off its hinge. Yeah, well, you know. It's so he's, I mean, he can do the job. He's just very, he's very talented. He can do more than me. Let's, let's just put it that way. Um, well, but well, yeah. How's, how's my mate? So the wedding I just went to, mm. before he got with his partner or his wife now, as they were dating, he used to turn off the tap of the toilet. And so she'd have to call him and be like, well, can you come fix the toilet? Oh. Or he'd like flick off the, the lights while she was at home or like where they were like staying over and she'd be like, oh, the lights are gone. So because she, she, she wanted handyman. And so shameless plug. I don't know whether that's toxic. But she, that, that's what made her so attracted to him because she was oh so God. tandy. Right? The thing, but, and but, I was like, that's the smartest thing ever. People talk about how crazy girls are. Guys are clearly just as, Mate, as I, loopy. I, I'm going to take it. If a chick needs a, <laughs> she needs a, like a bulb screwed in. Oh, yeah, babe, I've got you. I didn't even know you could turn the water off on a toilet. Yeah. Is that something just you can do? Plug oh, the fuck, I didn't even know you could do that. Yeah, so Jesus Christ. Yeah, right. Just manly things. Manly things. <laughs> have no context of manly things. <laughs> but yeah, that's what he used to do because she went to a psychic and goes, oh, you'll marry a handyman. <gasps> they actually met at Splendour. He fell over in mud in front of her. That's a bit cute. That's a bit cute. That's so, very yeah, she, cute. She went to a psychic reading the week after and goes, oh, it looks like you're attracted to a handyman. And he, he she told him. So that, oh, rookie. Yeah. So he became the handyman. He became the handyman. <laughs> and we'll just do little things. So like, I don't know, like, Turn the water off or do this or do that. And so he could just fix it for her. And she was like, oh, all in what? all for him. Obviously, they've been together for years. And I um, I actually saw a tarot card reader before I met Riley. Um, it was kind of like kind of crossing over between my last relationship and, and this relationship where I saw one. And she was kind of like painting out two different paths. And I spoke to her again when I was actually single. And she literally told me everything of how it played out with Riley. Really? It was the most wild thing. So it, even to the place. Wow. Yeah. So she told me that I would um, 
I would basically like meet this person and it would be like very much like boom, boom, boom. So you'd meet them, you'd get engaged, you'd get married, you'd have kids. So I'm really scared about what's happening over the next six months. I really hope Touchwood she's wrong about the children's situation because I'm not ready for that. Uh, I can't give up coffee. Not 28. (laughs) Fuck no. But anyway, she told me that I would meet this person. It would be very fast paced. Um, We'd fall in love with each other. We'd be like best friends. Um, which, you know, is all stuff that you can kind of like. Which you guys you know, are though. Yeah, Literally yeah. just meeting him then. Yeah. Like you can tell you guys are just, just best, the, your best mates that yeah. are married. Very, very chill, very chill couple. Um, but she told me that I would be like around friends in nobbies. Yeah. And I would like look at him and I'd be like, I'd be like friends with him first. And then I'd look at him and, and my, I would just have like a moment where my tune would change with yeah. him. And she'd be like, she said to me, you'll have like a moment of like, oh my gosh, I've never seen you like that before and now I do. And the story of how Riley and I started was that we started as friendly um, and we were like friendly for nine or ten months and then there was something that happened and I I kind of was taking for granted the situation and I was like, oh, I didn't realise I liked you. You put out of your place. Yeah, Yeah. I was and I was like, fuck, I... I never, I knew it, but I didn't know it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he lived, so he was living in Brisbane at the time and he moved down to the Gold Coast and he was living in Mermaid across the road from Nobby's. Yeah. So, and we used to go walking up and down Nobby's all the time. We yeah. used to meet at Biscuit and go for walks. Like yeah, she hit the nail on the head. And I forgot about this until like after we had actually wow. met. So she literally like predicted everything. I forgot about it until... Probably around the time like we were just ready to go off on our US trip and get married, like I kind of put like two and two together. I was like, wow, she's actually predicted yeah. the, the whole start of this relationship. So wow. there are people out there that can pick it. But you just, the trick is you don't tell another person oh, about yeah, it so nah. then they become what yeah. the prediction is. So it was actually, it was, it was actually um, his brother's best man speech where he gave it up. What? Which is like <laughs> even the bride, even she was like looking at him going, what? And she's like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Like, Riley loves it when I tell that story because he's like, yeah, I'm the man. <laughs> hey, look, he is the man. I'll give it to him. We're pretty I'm similar. Man of your future, you guys are. I said that to you when you when I yeah. met you. I was like, "You're gonna love him." Well, it's like we'll go back to the first podcast with him, and mm. I was listening and you mm. asking questions about the what was it the if you could live in one world, right? right. Yeah, and yeah. I literally said, I paused and said, "Harry Potter," because obviously I want to. I want a flying car. Like I'm sorry. And literally the same I want answer. I flying car, yeah. I don't know. I'm so disappointed in myself that I didn't think of Harry Potter. I just thought Lord of the Rings. Because him and Link, one of our other friends, he, those two are obsessed with Lord of the Rings and they talk about it all the time. So in my mind I was like, oh, surely Lord yeah. of the Rings. Just, I've I've actually got questions. Yeah, let's um, go. Let's I've got it. I've got rapid fire questions yeah, here because I was like, because I knew that was your favourite part of the segment last time. So I was like, Can all right. put me on the spot? I'll ask, no. Tell us a hilarious or cringeworthy moment from your past that still makes you laugh today. Jesus. What's the next one? Oh. <laughs> if you could swap lives with a fictional character for a day, who would it be? And what would you do in their shoes? Which is oh. pretty much what we just spoke about. Fictional. Oh, I had a thought about this the other day. You know, hey, Arnold. I'd like oh. to go there. I'm sorry, but whoever doesn't know who hey, Arnold, and I'm sure we do, yep. you have people who know who yeah. hey, Arnold. Would you be Arnold? I reckon I would. Yeah, yeah. 
I yeah. don't know. I just yeah. thought about you it. You give like, off that vibe for I just sure. want to go be Hey Arnold for <laughs> hey a day. Arnold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who would I be? Fictional character for a day and be in their shoes. Do you know what song is in my head at the moment? I don't know why because it's like, no, it's like, hey, what a wonderful kind of day mm. oh. where you can learn to walk and play. And get along with each other. Arthur? Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know why. I might be him. Maybe that's what's playing go, in go the back of my mind. <laughs> that's who I'd be. Just, just go back to school. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> these are off- actually these. I probably shouldn't use this as a, as a thing. Tell us about a moment when you couldn't stop laughing, even in a totally inappropriate situation. In a wedding. I do that. I laugh at yeah, weddings. Yeah, I've done that one too. <laughs> one of my... Um, Actually, one of my mates flew in from Finland um, to surprise our other friends. Do they speak Finnish? No. Oh, he does. He does, yeah. Is that the actual language? Yeah. Is that what you say? I think so. Yeah. Um, But to surprise our mates at their wedding and he objected to them getting (gasps) married. But by a joke. But that was everyone's face. Because no one knew he was there. And so only a few of us knew and he jumped up and was, I object. And everyone was just like, oh, but all of us boys were losing it because it was a joke. Oh, my God. How bride, did the bride take it? She was off more, it. But then he was like, hey. Like, oh. And then everyone just started losing You'd it. You'd have to be a certain type of friend to be able to pull oh. that off because that Je- could make or break a Je- friendship. <laughs> Jesse, Jesse, well, we, we flew Jesse from Finland mm. um, two days before the wedding, right? So he had to go, like, huge trip. He couldn't fund it. So all us boys, like, chipped in for oh, his flight. that's beautiful. To get him to the wedding yeah. as a surprise and a gift to the bride and groom yeah. because yeah. they really wanted him there. And, mm. like, we've been mates with Jesse for years. Mm. So we flew him in. The day of the wedding, he actually flew. He landed in Adelaide Airport. One of the boys went and got him. He had a tuxedo from uh, a suit from the op shop. One of the boys got too big, but whatever, it's Jesse. And... Oversizes in these days. Yeah, Jesse <laughs> just <laughs> Jesse just rocks it. He, he's me, me and him, me and Jesse in a room. Mm. are like two kids. Wow, like we're troublemakers. Just you in a room as a kid. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Can't help it. But yeah, we flew him in, and when he objected, we were losing it because we thought it was funny. Yeah, but no one else did. Oh, and it's not until the bride and groom saw who it was yes. they were like, "Oh my god, what the hell are you doing?" Here? Wow, I can just all I'm hearing is just like this big intake of air from oh, everyone in the crowd. Everybody, There'd be no oxygen in that room. No, <gasps> no one would. No, everyone's head swiveled. I've never been so awkward in my life. Oh laughing. my goodness. Yeah. Oh fuck. So random change of topic. So I've got this concept to life, right? Yes, I'm listening. I've got this concept to life. So I don't, I'm not religious. I don't believe in Jesus or God or anything like that. But I do believe that there is an entity or a God, whatever we want to call it. And I believe that we make soul contracts before we enter the, the earth. Yeah, and I believe this. that when you, so say for example, you know, my soul made an agreement with Riley's, for example, yeah. and they we made an agreement that I'm going to teach you about self-love. Yeah. And then you step into your human suit or jacket and you enter into the classroom, which is the human experience. So to me, like that makes the bad shit make sense, right? A baby is born with terminal cancer. Mm. It's not because God is bad. It's because that soul came into this this experiment or this um, classroom to teach the mother something, yeah. to teach the mother about Whoa. grief and loss. You know, that's why bad people do bad things, Whoa. rapists and thefts and all that sort of stuff. It's because it's not them. It's 
teaching someone else's soul a lesson. And that's why I feel like things present in different forms, like lessons will always present in different forms, variations and all those sorts of things because we're not here to, like, we're here to learn a lesson. Like, it's a classroom, right? Yeah, no, I'm with this. Right? I'm all about it It, now. But this is why I don't like, like, the Bible and shit like that because to me it doesn't make sense because people... I'm not religious Yeah, well, people do bad things and it doesn't give meaning or context to why people do bad things. But my belief is... It's to teach another soul a lesson. So that yeah. so this is why I believe in like old souls and new souls. And this has context because we're coming back to what we're saying. But, the, you know, the, but this is why when you have conversations with people, you might feel like you've lived mm. many lifetimes, yeah. right? Whereas you talk to someone else and you're like, fuck, you're a baby. Yeah. You know, like oh, a 30-year-old yeah. that is so immature. And that's because that soul... Hasn't, is not experienced. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But like, like even if you go back to my story, right, like how I grew up, right, right, I just took whatever the situation was at the time, mm. took it on the chin, mm. dealt with it, mm. and I now look at situations and go, okay, this is how I'm going to handle it. This yeah. is what I'm going to think about. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah, there are times where I break down, like we all have mm. them. You're human. But – like I know when I have kids, mm. they'll never go through what I mm. went through and I'll yeah. love and nurture them yeah. because I didn't like get that yeah. right, yeah. but I will give that back to yeah. them. Yeah. But so I'm, that gives meaning to that as well, yeah. right? It's like because you went through that lesson in order to teach this yeah. person who is entering into that experience what lesson they need to know yeah. in that as well. Everything connects. It's like a light bulb moment. Yeah. When I figured that out, when when I heard from a mentor that that life is the human experience for the soul, like the classroom mm. for the soul, I was like, whoa. Yeah. That makes so much yeah, sense. It does, eh? It does. It makes the 3D or the 2D become 5D because you're like, okay. It makes death and bad things not seem so bad anymore and it yeah. makes everything like – perspective like put into perspective because you're like okay well I experienced that for this reason you experienced your childhood for this reason for a greater purpose it might not make sense in this lifetime but it might make sense in the next I think it just makes sense in the in the future Mm. like I went through it and like you you didn't know about Mm. it how many times have you seen me absolutely and but I don't like whenever I talk to someone about it they're Mm. always the same face like what yeah like they always get shocked because when when people look at me they think you know probably Parents are still good, mm, da, da, da. Mm, like you just mm. you perceive someone, but yeah, it's not until you ask the right questions with mm. me that you'll get the right answers. Mm. But that's because I am reserved because yeah. of what I went through. Yeah. But like in what we'll go back to chapter 33, mm. Mm. is I sat on the beach, I do it every year. I sit alone and I go, okay, what's this chapter gonna mm. be about? Mm. What's chapter 34 that's coming up gonna be about? Mm. Who am I gonna be in chapter 34? Can we have you thought about it yet? No. Nah. You haven't thought about I've, it? I've 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 thought about it a little bit, but mm-hmm. not. I always just do it on my birthday. Yeah. So chapter thirty three was about you. Yeah. That's what so, you said. So chapter thirty three yeah. was about sharing my experience mm-hmm. of what I went through. Mm-hmm. But when people ask the right answers, okay, I understand. So like, you know, Jake asks the right mm-hmm. questions. You know, so you've shared it more with people this year than yeah, you ever have before. Than I ever had in my saying. whole life. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's. It shocks a lot of people yeah. and I understand why it does, but for yeah. me it's just so natural. Yeah. Like it's just in the back of my brain, like you've gone to go get a piece yeah. of toast. Like yeah. it's just, for me it's all normal. Mm. But for everyone else you're like, whoa, mm. what? And mm. you have so many questions about it. Mm. So if you do, like just ask them. Yeah. But it's like yeah. I think 
we are like like you're saying you you put into this like like jacket yeah and yeah it, that's blown my mind yeah and like it just like I said it, it puts why did you have to why did you have to go through what yeah. you went through as a kid like that's not fair it's not no. fair for an 11 year old to you know but, but it, it kind of puts it into perspective for you. It's like, okay, well, this wasn't my decision. This was a decision made on a higher version of mm. me. And this is why I was put through this situation to become this person as a 33-year-old. Yeah. You know, like. But, like, I, I've gone back to um, actually be like a do a big brother program mm. to help kids in foster care. Mm. But the foster system wouldn't let me do it because I'm overqualified because I was in the system. They, won't allow, they wouldn't allow it. But I'm going to go again because I think the person I was speaking to just didn't really. That doesn't make any sense. Know, right? Yeah. The person I was speaking to this might have had a bad day because mm. I was like, no, I really I think help. you should. I think you would do as long as you can cope with that yourself. I, I think I can, yeah. yeah. Like there's, you know your limits. Yeah. Mm. Like I, I've looked at my file. Mm. I've looked at everything. Mm. I was a brat. Like yeah. I was not a good kid, like yeah. whatever. But now I think it's more just the senses of like I'm ready to help someone else. Yeah. And Even if it helps one person. But like like I've done a camp. Mm. I've done one and – there's a part in the camp where the kids tell their story, right? Mm. And all the leaders, they kind of like disappear. Mm. But one of the leaders was like, I want you to stay because mm. I think you've, you've got some insight here because yeah. they, they're all Christian. They, yeah. they have no understanding of what, it, what it's like in mm. the system. Mm. And I remember one of, the, one of these, the kids telling me, you don't know what it's like. Oh. And I was like, you want to hear my story? Yeah. And I just told them. Yeah. And they, all of them were just like, wow. what? They'd never seen an adult. Yeah. To, to someone that, like, you know, mm. copes with it well. Because mm. I just told them, like, your journey doesn't end here. Yeah. Like, this is the very start of yeah. your life. Like, yeah. However you want to go on with mm. life, you've got two avenues, mm. pick one. Mm. And if you go down the bad one, that's just the one you pick. Yeah. I'm sorry. But yeah. if you choose the right path, mm. you choose the right path. Yeah. And I think with me, like, I just, I remember the crossroad. I remember, like, this guy talking to me, telling me he's going to steal a car. Mm. Like, we're getting the hell out of here. Are you coming or going? And I'm wow. like... I'm staying. Mm. And as a kid that was a runner, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. And have you adopted that into your adult life? A that, bit. that running, like, do you think that, like, you you still have that in you? Like, when nah. shit gets difficult, do nah, you run? No, 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 no. Not anymore as an adult. Like, back then, I just thought everyone was against me. Mm. Now it's like, no, nah, let's sort this out. Right. Like I'm much of a person that you do seem very grounded, and you have the bit. ability to be able to make decisions and communicate effectively to like yeah. solve things. Well, I, I, in in any situation, I find like you just need to communicate it. Mm. Whether it's never you and the person versus the problem, it's mm. just it's the problem versus you two. Yeah. So like, let's talk about. It. Let's yeah. communicate. Let's have a discussion. Yeah. And like, obviously, things can always get heated with people. Right. Mm. Right. But, you know, I'm, more, I'm always open to listening to the other po- person's yeah. point of view yeah. or their point of how I might have upset mm. them. Because mm-hmm. if I've done something that's mm. upset you, mm. I might not have realised that. Yes. I might not have gone. Yeah. I would have not even thought of that. It's almost selfish to not share to in, in, within context, but it's almost selfish to not share your thoughts and feelings on how someone's treated you yeah. because that's also not only helping you to be a better communicator in person, but it's also helping the other person have awareness around what they've done. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. 
I feel great. I feel, I reckon, I think we've done well here. Yeah, I think we have. I think we've done well here. You could always have a part two later on well, down absolutely. the track. Absolutely. I'm conscious that you've got to go to work as yeah, well. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. That work thing. Um, Jimmy. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you too. I Let me tell you three reasons why I appreciate right. you. So I appreciate you for your open and welcoming personality. Yep. You're such a person where you do welcome anyone. There is a few tests for them to be let into the oh, secret life. Not, not always, but no, I, I understand. <laughs> You're welcoming of all people from different walks of life and obviously we've found out why today. Yeah. Um, the other reason, so that's num- that's point number one. I appreciate you for being so vulnerable today as well and sharing your story in chapter 33 and yeah. staying true to what you said yeah. that you would do. So that's a, as much as I'm proud of you, you should be proud of you oh, I'm as well. Oh, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, you yeah. should be. And the third reason why I appreciate you is because you make me super comfortable as well. And you're also very welcoming of me and me being able to share myself authentically and super supportive of me on this journey and starting this podcast. And thank you for letting me take your uh, potty virginity as well. It was on my goal list. (laughs) I knew it just had to happen. And this is fun. It's we've had four, what have we had? Four shots of beans. I, I reckon mine was a bit more savage because <laughs> it was a piccolo. How many shots of coffee is in it that? It was four, but it's a little bit more stronger I'm than still, that. I'm still pinging, still yeah. pinging. I reckon I'm going to crash hard. I hope I do later actually, yeah. but I'm going back to the bar later to have a little wine. Yeah, I won't be. Yeah, I've got a little yeah. photographer's meet up and then I'm going to go back to the bar and just nice. have a little wine with Jake. Nice. That's all time social. Come down at night. Speakeasy vibes. Thursday real, real to good Sunday. Vibe. Really good. Open till late. Yeah. Get in there. Get in there. Get around it. Good chilled red. Chilled red or is, actually is Jimmy's favourite. Caramel margarita. Oh, what? Is that new? Yeah. Oh, for fuck. Of course he chooses to do that after he I surpri- quit drinking. He, he surprised me the other day with it and I, <gasps> I wanted another. I. Yeah. Well, on that note, we no longer support Jake. No kidding. <laughs> on that note, she's gone back to drinking. Uh, thank you again, Jimmy. Thank and you. Um, that concludes our episode today. So you can find Jimmy at the, the Life of Jimmy Double Y. Yep, on Insty, and you can find me at I Appreciate You Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, later. Talk to you later. See you guys. See you later. Bye. Peace out.